Welcome to That Tattoo Show, hosted by me, Paul Talbot and Chris Harrison. Each month we sit down and discuss current tattoo topics, including how the internet, social media and technology in general have changed the challenges facing the modern day tattooists in an informal, down-to-earth way that's aimed at artists of all levels and abilities. That Tattoo Show is made possible with the support of Electrum Supply. Head over to www.electrumsupply.com and pick up some industry-leading tattoo products for your next tattoo. Welcome to That Tattoo Show. It's the weekly podcast where we don't need to introduce ourselves because you should know who we are already. I'm Chris. And I don't need to introduce myself. Ah, You fucked it up, man. (laughs) (laughs) We will get used to it eventually. You know, we'll, we'll get straight into it, you know. We don't have one topic this week, do we? Yeah, no, because we've both been busy with work, Paul building a house and other <laughs> things, and ha- summer holidays because, you know, we, I have a child and obviously haven't had much time to do much stuff, have we? No, there hasn't been a lot of time for anything. I feel a bit like a pinball at the moment, like I'm just sort of bumping from one near disaster to another, you know, running around just putting out fires everywhere I go. But uh, enough of my woes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, th- I think as well, it's like I haven't had time to do much of the news, but at the same time, a lot of the news topics that I've been seeing have not just been kind of like, you know, like, oh, hello, welcome to the news, this has happened. It's more, I think they're topics that are worth us conversing over. So this is what, yeah, this is what this is all about. Before we get into the news news, because this is coming from news. other media outlets, uh, and I've got a couple of things to say about these other media outlets, Aww. but as, as I'm sure you can imagine, I do want to do a shout out to all of our Spotify listeners, because we don't really talk Wee. about them. Actually, I looked at the stats for the, the podcast the other week, and there's, there's fucking shitloads of you lot listening to us right now. So thanks so much for downloading the show, listening to the yeah. show. The podcast version of this show is doing really, really well. Is it? And people are really... It's doing really well, and I'm, re- I'm super pleased with that. If you are listening on Spotify, and we don't shout out to you very often, but uh, so I wanted to make a point... Thanks very much. You guys are appreciated. I really, you know, I love that you're loving it. You know, I personally have a a bit of an affinity with the podcasting because it's like a radio show. And, you know, years and years and years ago, I worked in radio. So I kind of love that stuff, right? So I love that you're listening to it. And of course, you know, I think you've made the right choice because we have got the faces for Radio Uspair. So well done. You've made the right decision. Oh, indeed. There is one bit of news that's really simple, really fast, and you guys might be interested to know. Uh, a little while ago, I did a news story about Lily Lou running Ireland, right, running the North Atlantic Way. Well, they made it, so congratulations, Lily Lou. Nice one. Well well I actually... Um... 30 days bushcraft challenge, man. It looked brutal to me, you know, sleeping outside, sleeping rough. But they made it, and it was, it's cool as anything, and some of... Um, some of the most fun I've had watching YouTube uh, shows since I was watching Casey Neistat, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily's video is very addictive. Uh, one of my clients, um, who, again, I go on my clients through this, through us doing this, like, he started watching it, and, you know, we sitting in the shop, I was doing this tattoo, and he's, we both sitting there watching Lily Lou. Some of the videos are wicked. What's what's Lily, uh, Lily's doing? Like some forty-eight carnival thing at the minute. Yeah, there's another like forty-eight days as a, as a carnivore or something like that. You know, just sort eat, of challenges eat for forty days. Like, I I just I I just wouldn't want the um I wouldn't want the toilet paper 
fucking bill for that, you know. That's going to be brutal. In fact, you might not need any. You might not be able to have a shit for a month. Imagine if you just ate steak oh, <laughs> for a month. You probably wouldn't shit for a him. month. Jesus Christ. Steak and butter <laughs> for 40 days. But they made it. Congratulations. Well done. I did support them. You know, that's, uh, I bought a bit of merch, you know, went headed over to the shop, bought a bit of merch. It was very nice. They sent me a load of, like, really cool stickers and patches and all that sort of stuff. So thank you very much for that, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, hope the uh, hope the money went some way to help with the budget that it must have took to uh, to put the stuff together. You know, do more. It's great fun. It was wicked. I enjoyed it. All right, and Chris, come on then. What have the, uh, the proper news people... Uh, had to say about the world of tattooing. Where are we starting? Oz Pilot Review is the first one that says, after decades without regulation, researchers are exposing what's in tattooing. It almost like somebody was fucking hiding what was in tattooing, right? I know. The Unilad one says, well, almost half of tattooing contains chemical which could cause cancer, study finds. So does shampoo, so does the food that we eat, so do the sodas and the alcohol. So does your fucking hair dye. Yeah, it's like, this is how I read it. The finding of the studies has realised that there is, it can cause harm to you. (laughs) Nah, like, on a serious note, I'm sure, I will say, right, on a serious note, right, it says... It included samples of 56 popular tattooings. It doesn't list what tattooings they were. It just says 56 samples. We don't even know if they were bought from a legit source, if they were counterfeit inks. We don't know. They could have literally just checked one brand of ink and checked their colours, and then they've they've generalised that over the entire industry. Like What you're going to get... As they catch up with the news that we've known about for a while, oh. like the ink ban in Europe and, you know, the... Did we, well, yeah, this is the one, right? This is the other one that I, w- I was like, what the fuck? Of the 56 samples, several were found to include substances that were not listed on the label. That, I've said about before, like, it's naughty that ink companies haven't listed the full ingredients. So I gave them props to call an arrow. But one thing I, underneath, they were like, one of the samples revealed ethanol, which can help thin the blood. And it's like... But the European Union have said it's okay to use ethanol in tattooing. Yeah, which can... But like, like, do your fucking research, like. Well, 23 pigments, typically blues and greens, were found to contain azo compounds, you know what I mean? And and this is the bit, azo or azo compound is the bit... This is why we wanted to talk to you about it, right? Because, obviously, these headlines, being media... Uh, are very sensationalist and, you know, they they all include the cancer words and all that sort of stuff. So what we thought as a public service uh, to you, what we would try and do, we'd try and explain um, what they're actually talking about, right? Because they've just picked up on one part of this. They've not really gone into the... No. I stopped reading this the moment they quoted the Mail Online. You know, in case you don't know, the Daily Mail is a a UK-based newspaper that basically, any time they mention tattooing, they run things like, tattooists cause cancer. Having dinner with a tattooist cause cancer. You know what I mean? Touching a, a tattooed person on the bus will cause cancer. This is kind of the Daily Mail, you know. That's fucking useless. Do you know what, right? If reading this, it just looks as if they've just found random facts about the ink situation going like, earlier this year, the European Union banned the use of two pigments. Amid fears, they could be toxic. Another part of the study involves scientists investigating the size of particles in 16 uh, 16 inks. It's just like, 
You just you're not explaining it properly. You're just saying random nonsense. Like. The whole thing looks like it was written by a twelve year old. Quite honestly. Are we allowed to say the name of the reporter? No, we can't, can we? No, I suppose we can't. But if you scroll to the bottom, you'll see it, and they're a. You gotta say, with all due respect. With all due respect, they're a. Let's be serious just for a second, right? Your clients may, or our clients may, read this and genuinely be concerned because it is sensationalist and it is a bit over the top. Yeah. So they might come in very worried about, you know, what's being put in their body and whether it's going to cause cancer long-term because they've heard that, you know, they, there's these chemicals, right? What they're talking about is the degeneration of the chemical themselves. So when you put, for argument's sake, blue 15 into the skin and you just let it heal and leave it there for the lifetime of the tattoo, i.e. your lifetime, right, it's absolutely inert and it won't do any harm, right? What they're talking about is that somebody is suggesting that it will break down under sunlight. But then there's no evidence of it breaking down under sunlight, is it? Well, there's no evidence of it breaking down under any kind of light, right? Which is which is one of the problems. But there is a, a thought or a suspicion that if you broke it down under a certain kind of light, that what it breaks down into may become toxic to your body. Or it may become a toxic substance. I think it's hydrogen cyanide, I think it is. It is, it's hydrogen cyanide. Yeah, because we've covered this in the past. We've covered all this a year ago. <laughs> we've been come talking on, about it lad, for a year. Fucking hell, old news. Yeah, come on, get with the fucking programme. Now, here's the thing. There's no research to say that, that that will happen. It's almost impossible for that to happen under sunlight because if it was going to happen under sunlight, given that we've been using this compound since the 1970s, it would have been a massive problem before now. The European Union banned those for public safety. That's because they're waiting for further research to be done by somebody somewhere to say, actually, we've exposed this compound, this blue 15 compound, to various colours of light visible to the human eye and not visible and under these circumstances it could do this now when the, if they find that un, when it's lasered that it breaks down into a harmful compound then they can find out how much of that harmful compound is released into the body because like a lot of things a small level of a harmful compound, if it's below a certain amount, it's not harmful to us, right? There's lots of stuff that we come in contact with on a daily basis that is poisonous, but because we come into contact with it on such uh, in tiny doses, it doesn't kill us, right? If you eat fucking bags of it, then you're gonna die, but it, it, like, tuna. it's a tiny bit. If you eat tuna, tuna contains mercury. If you eat too much tuna, you'll have you can even cause nerve damage. Mercury like, poison. Yeah. Yeah. So that like canned tuna contains mercury, right? So what what Unilad have failed to say is that none of this testing has been done, nothing has been proven. At this point, it is just a line of research which will be followed and will work out what light colour. It will not be ultraviolet light because um, it would have broken down, if it was going to break down in the skin, it would have been breaking down in the skin for the last 50 years or something, right? So it's it's not it's not going to be that. So I'm really trying to give you that information. This person's apparently a senior journalist for, for, for Unilad. Yeah, how old is a senior journalist at Unilad, though? About 11, you know what I mean? Like, 
Fucking hell. Like when you've, he's probably writing it for the GCSE. And so what I'm trying to do is give you um, some information that you can use to put your clients' minds at ease. Like, all of these tattoos got blue 15 and green 7. I ain't freaking out about it at all, right? I'm sitting in front of a light. Look, there's the light there. Look, like, you know, ain't going to break down anytime soon. Hasn't been hasn't broke down since the 1970s. But what might happen, in all seriousness, is that they might find that if you laser those colours, you know, large amounts of areas with those colours in, there might be a danger. So worst case scenario, I think, is we'll be saying to people... Don't get laser if you've, removal. If you've got these tattoos, don't get laser removal, get cover-ups done instead. And I just want to give you that information so that if your clients come in concerned that they've seen this, you know, what apparently is called journalism these days, that that's the problem. Shockingly bad and unfortunate case of terrible journalism. Yeah, just just bad journalism, unfortunately. But that's the world uh, so we live in, though, isn't it? Don't about it. That's you know. the, that's the, yeah, it's, the it's, world it's just in. like it's clickbait. Rather than giving people like, you know, this this is a serious topic, and rather than giving people actual information, it's just it's like content for the sake of content. It's coming up with nonsense articles. I bet she's done fuck all research. She probably looked at the website, which is what's in my ink with the people. And again, we were talking about these people over a year ago. And we were talking about this stuff over a year ago, so you're way behind. Yeah, miles and behind. And even then, like, the the website, I read the stuff on their website, and there's so much stuff that they've missed out of that website. There's no, you know, terrible, terrible, terrible. Uni lad, if you're watching this and you want some decent, you know, unqualified journalists that can do a better job than your current qualified journalists, then our email address is show at gmail.com. <laughs> Or drop a comment below. Drop a comment below and we'll write actual content for you that makes sense. But if your clients come in freaking out that they've read read stuff like this, because there's a lot of this kind of stuff floating about online, most of these people are quoting stuff that you've already seen. Uh, they're making it sensationalist, like so it's scary. You can reassure your clients that there is no cause for concern at this time. And it is very, 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 very unlikely that any of the ink that's currently in your body is going to pose any risk to you whatsoever. It it might only be that you can't get it lasered off. So, you know, as ever, choose your tattoos wisely. <laughs> you know, it's simple as that, right? So, yeah, that hopefully that helps. Comment down below if you need a bit more information and we'll send you off to the various resources that we've got for this. Uh, I don't think there's any uh, cause for concern at this point uh, and I think these guys are just sensationalising and that's not what we need um, as an industry on you know when the world is on the edge of another big recession the last thing we need is people like uni lads sticking a knife into an industry that is almost certainly likely to suffer from the oncoming recession like you don't need that on top of it right we've just come out of a pandemic um, we're all struggling to get ourselves back on our feet and now it looks like we're going to be back in recession. Uh, aliens will so be coming next, no? Uh, aliens will come next. Yeah, comment down below if you want me to do uh, a conspiracy theory and I'll find a suitable one and we'll do a conspiracy episode. Um, maybe. I don't know if I can go the back The lizards are now. trying to destroy tattooing because they can't get tattooed because they're thick skin. I ain't talking about it, mate. I ain't talking about it. I'm just not even going to go there. I, I just I can't even think about it. I'm still getting death threats from the free men on the land. <laughs> Or well, they're going to take you to court, to the, the free man's court with the straw yeah, men. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, apparently I've been taken to court 15 times already. You know, I've got a lot of 
15 life sentences to serve in a in some sort of free man jail or something. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, you know. But I just I said I didn't consent and they let me off. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, sir, I do not consent. <laughs> I don't consent. No, you know? for fuck's sake. That's most of the sort of bullshit negative news that we're used to with tattooing. This goes this goes round and round. Can I add something as well? If you do, one person you need to thank for some of our news this week is my dad. <laughs> well done, Chrissy's dad. <laughs> he's been sending he's been sending me random news articles about tattooing. So like fair play. So actually, Chrissy's dad has been our researcher for this week's episode. Yeah. Uh, so to end on a. I think a more positive note, actually, because I do think this this is from a more, I'm going to say a more trustworthy news source, possibly not a better one these days, but at yeah. least more it's uh, got, trustworthy. It, it, it's, it's, uh, with, at least the journalism is quality journalism, right? Like they can actually write and string a sentence together. Yes. Um, and they, they understand things like punctuation and grammar and stuff like that. Will tattoos finally be accepted as art? What about that then, Chris? I think it's... And it looks to me like they've interviewed... I'm I'm kind of... Um, sorry, I'm butting in. I asked him a question then immediately butted in. Sorry about that. Oh. They'll, they'll be going mad in the comments. I know. Of, you better not that, mansplain you know. to me now. <laughs> well, let me tell you how it works, sweetheart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so it looks to me like they've uh, they've inter- interviewed uh, a tattooist called Dr. Wu, who's uh, is based in LA, uh, real big name tattooer. Uh, let me see, and uh, they've talked to him about his artwork. Then they've spoke to uh, Matt Lodder, who's um, a professor dude, you know, and all that knows about tattoo history and all that sort of stuff. Uh, there's a bunch of you know, there's a bunch of tattoo history stuff on there, so you know, it's it's actually it's pretty accurate as well. It's not bad at all. I think what the article does is it it's it's basically saying that you know, tattooing now is no longer the part of this like seedy criminal kind of underworld. It's more, it is more seen as art, and people are now art collectors and they or tattoo collectors. So they collect the. Yeah, so it is, it is nice to see a positive side of it. Yeah, so there is a bit of a positive thing that, you know, uh, they, they've also spoke to Mr. Cartoon. Apologies for reading off the screen. If you watch someone do a, a tattoo and walk away from it thinking it's not art, then you're just a crazy art snob. I'd agree with that, to be honest with you. Uh, when I read this, when I first read this headline and when Chris sent it to me, you know, will tattoos finally be accepted as art? My my initial response was, who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, they're tattoos. I don't give a shit. I don't want some fucking wanky art professor to fucking tell me whether I'm an artist or not. I don't give a shit. I wasn't looking for his um, permission in the first place. Yeah. And I, I'm not looking for anybody to turn around and go, well, well done, little needle drawing boy. You're now an artist. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what any of you think. You know what I mean? Go back to painting ugly fucking Renaissance babies and fucking horses jumping out of the water. I don't give a fuck. About you and your fucking art galleries, just no, I don't it's, care. I, I will say maybe I should, but I don't. It's definitely better than than most modern art you'll see in like the Tate. You know, some of the stuff I seen in there, and it was just like you know a statue bought from a garden centre, right, with like dirty laundry piled on Spray it, gold. And I was just like, that's art, like. Or I seen one 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 uh, on this like art show I watched before, and it was like <laughs> it's fucking so stupid. This this. This this student, her art, her her presentation to the world, to her to her teachers or whatever, 
her presentation was solicitors letters that she was getting because she was stealing other people's art so that so her art her performance her, her modern art was stealing people's stuff and then posting the solicitors letters up on the wall and she was selling those as pieces of art and it's like wild. It's like, remember that one time in that modern art museum where like, I think the art was like a messy bedroom and one of the cleaners cleaned the room. <laughs> ah, It's like, if a cleaner mistakes it for a mess, then it's not fucking art, is it? Uh, it's not really. It's just it's just a load of, of like fuck clothes on the floor. The one, my favorite one of that was the guy that was sitting in an art gallery. Um, it was a sunny day, so he got his sun, sunglasses with him. He put them down by his side to look at the artwork and then got up and walked away. And when he came back, people were taking photographs of his sunglasses because they thought, they thought it was a modern art piece, you know. I mean, come on, man. You know what I mean? All you got to do is Google, go on and play the game. There's a great game online that goes, uh, the game is, uh, is it modern art or a child's drawing? I mean, yeah. It, it shows you one of the, and you have to kind of work it out. And one of my, I watched a lecture um, uh, with a guy, that, uh, his first slide, uh, this is presented to modern art students that says, which modern artist produced this work? And they all have a, have a go at guessing. And it's literally just a photograph of his tunic from his art studio. Yeah. And I've they're used... all going, oh, I think it's Jackson Pollock and I think it's that. I mean, you know, I love modern art, but I also understand that like a lot of forms of art, some of it's fucking indefensible, yeah. right? It's just rubbish, right? And it's the same with this, you know. Do you know, uh, is it Mickey Flanagan? Yeah, Mickey Flanagan, the Cockney geezer. He goes, he's like, you don't go out, you go out, out, that one. Sorry, excuse my terrible accent. But he's like, he was on some show, right, where he's like in some art gallery. And like the guy, he's like, he's like, that's not art. He's like, I could do that. And then he's like, so he's going through, he's showing his, his stuff. And he's like, he's like, he's like, that's just a slash. He's like, that's like me walking home, going home to my house and putting, going up to my couch and going, shoomph, I'm putting a slash in it. And my missus going, what are you doing? He's like, art. The nice thing is, um, it, even though I'm not particularly bothered about it, uh, I'm sure there are people out there that are. It it's would appear nice that the art world are becoming slightly more accepting. The bit that I wanted to read that I thought was really funny, I'm just going to find the bit that um, talks about the, the woman from The Times. It's uh, Hang on just a second, let me just um, get down below. Oh, is that this. fighting against art world snobbery? It would be dishonest to say, and you can go read the, you know, read the article for yourself, because it's actually not badly written. Um, it would be so. This bit that I picked up on, which I thought was funny, was it would be dishonest to say that everyone agrees with the late French anthropologist anthropologist One eternity later. And anthropologist anth anthropologist anthropologist there you go <laughs> uh, with the twelve seconds later up, with the late French anth anthropologist. Claude Levi Strauss's notion that tattoos transform us from raw animals into cooked cultural beings. In a recent article for The Times, journalist Melanie Phillips wrote that tattoos made her feel physically sick and condemned the contemporary normalization of the culture, something she should. What's her name? Uh, Melanie Phillips. Something that she suggested was evidence of a crisis in moral values. Do you know what? 
Melanie, I completely fucking agree with you. They should make you feel physically sick if you're a stick-up-the-arse conservative like that. We are the fucking weirdos, love, and we're proud of it. Now, fuck off. Oh, to be fair, she makes me feel physically sick. Well, there you go, then. Like, We don't care about that sort of stuff, and I never will really care. I don't really care about, you know, um, gatekeepers that want to separate the art. Uh, I, don't, I don't need their permission or um, or acceptance to make tattoos and I don't think you should either uh, but it's nice that they you know they're starting to think about it if it's going to fill the world of tattooing with people like this Melanie Phillips uh, then they can oh stay my out fucking of it, god again, leave leave us weirdos to it thanks Anderton you know Anderton thanks Anderton for way saying that I'm sure he done a fucking tattoo of her on someone's ass after she said that comment <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see if we can find that one for you. That's really funny. Yeah, I like that one. That's really funny. <laughs> I've seen it on his Facebook. Let me see if it's on Instagram. Search. <laughs> I, well, Chris is on Instagram. I can feel one of those one eternity letters. No, no, no. There we go. On. Find it straight away. Seeing tattoos makes me feel physically sick. Now I'm going to show Paul first. Nice. Screen grab it and bung it over to me. I'll throw it up. You know, well done, Thunderton. Well done, mate. You know, good idea. Actually, yeah, you get a better look at it now. <laughs> you see Paul laughing now. Oh, he's just come. He's just come up. I've got my messages open on my screen here. He's just come up on the screen. I'm trying not to laugh at it. Uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the news. Yes. Doom. 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 Did you tell them to stay tuned to the end of the episode? I don't know, but do you know what? Let's not... To find not. out something really good. If you are one of those people that actually stayed till the end, then you're in for some joyous, fun things. Yeah, here's the, here's the good stuff at the end that we leave to the end because we like to end on a, a positive note. You may or may not have noticed, because I may or may not have done it, actually, that we've got uh, one of our sponsors back. <laughs> That we had for a little while. We did for a little while on the show. We had two sponsors for this Sunday show. And one of them disappeared for a little while and now they're back. And that's because they've been very busy formulating reach compliant yes. European Inc. Right? Um, because of, you know, the changes that were happening. And so we said, well, stop sponsoring the show for a little while. We'll figure something out. And then they've sorted it all out now. And they're back. Raw Pigment now are, along with Electrum, sponsor this Sunday show and help us to bring this to you. So thanks very much, thanks, James. James. Uh, and as ever, thank you, Rob, for continuing yes, to sponsor Rob. the show. It does really help us out. Both both of their websites will be up on the screen, you know, probably over here somewhere and definitely in the description. Yeah, man. While they've been away, we've continued chatting and we've come up with a couple of plans, which we will be able to announce in the coming months. That's yet. going to include... Almost for certain, it's one of the things that we're really working on at the moment, uh, a brilliant starter set of tattoo ink, which is 100% organic, no acrylics in them at all. Yes. It's also vegan. It's monster good ink. Uh, both me and Chris have been using it for ages now, and we both love it a bit. What we decided uh, we really wanted to do was put together a set of ink that you could buy as your first set of ink. So when you go into, you know, into a studio... Yeah, like a starter set. ...and you want yeah. to get proper good ink and you want to get a good starter set that'll just get you going, doing the kind of small tattoos that you'll do in your first year and everything, that this will see you through and this will be a really good set of ink. So we've put a set together and we're currently... We're not reformulating colours because what we wanted to do with this set is we wanted to 
make it from existing, our favourite existing raw pigment colours. That now there might be a very special orange in there. Oh yeah. Uh, more on that at another date, as I'm sure you can you can imagine. You know, there's two people not that far from you that use orange as their colour, so there might be a very special orange in there. But we're not entirely certain yet. We might keep it as a basic set um, because what we want you to be able to do is build off of it. So we're going to do other sets as we go along. So this will be the core set, and then you'll be able to add the other sets that we make from Raw's existing... It'd be like, that tattoo show approved. Yeah. you know, so it's like, this is this, this is this, this is this. So more about that on a future episode when we're a little bit nearer to releasing it. We will certainly be doing a giveaway and we'll certainly be able to get it to you at um, a reduced price. So, um, and that'll be just for that tattoo show viewers. So stay tuned for that. That's good news. Um, and then talking about giveaways Whee! and being able to bring stuff to you. This is something that we've we've been wanting to do for a little while and we're just kind of getting to the beginning of being able to do it now. This is something that we're going to do on a regular basis with a number of brands and to hopefully uh, bring some equipment to you guys. You know, we're um, not doing what a lot of YouTube channels do, that we're getting all this stuff in and we're just going to hoard it and keep it for ourselves. What we want to do is we want to get it out to you guys because we're, me and Chris are both working in shops. We've both got our daily driver machines and we've, you know, we've got full sets of ink and all that sort of stuff. So rather than just hoard it like a couple of trolls under a bridge, we want to give it out to you and spread the love. I build it. I'm actually building up a collection of stuff to give away. Yeah. It's just I'm using it throughout the year, working on different tests. So I'll probably some of it will be at the end of the year, probably. Yeah. We've got loads of ideas for this sort of stuff. We might do big Christmas bumper giveaways, but we want to do regular giveaways and all that sort of stuff. Some stuff will get thrown in the bin. Some stuff will get thrown in the bin because it's gash. So you'll only be given the stuff that we think's worth having. Uh, now, the, the biggest problem for this has been the best way to approach this and, and how to get it so that you can enter the competition without too much hassle and that we can also find out that you've entered. So by the time you're watching this, there will be on Sunday morning, this Sunday, there will be a competition picture that's been put up on our Instagram. All you've got to do is share that picture on your Instagram and tag us and the people who are giving uh, us the machines, which I will reveal now. Both me and Chris spoke to the guys at Cheyenne, and we've been, I think the last couple of months, we've done a bunch of videos talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if you're new to tattooing, what, what equipment should you use, and if you're in your first year, and we've mentioned at least a couple of times, uh, and for those of you on Spotify, I'm now demonstrating some boxes that you can't see. So <laughs> I will describe, I will do the audio description of what I'm doing. I am now holding up two boxes of brand new. Uh, I'm just going to, uh, these are, these are both brand new. In You can't even see them. There's just no contrast there. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? They are blacker than black. So black. It's like, how much more black could this be? And the answer is none. Good. One of each, a brand new in black spirit and a thunder from Cheyenne Tattoo Equipment. Thanks, Cheyenne. Thank you, Cheyenne. You wonderful human beings that you are. They've very kindly donated these machines for us to give away to uh, a new tattooist 
who's working in a studio. As with all these competitions, we can't post these out to anywhere but a registered studio, unfortunately. We are working on some other stuff, but you know that's gonna take us a little bit longer. So you, you need to be able to give us the address of a studio that we can post them to. You know, you figure that out for yourself. We're gonna give them away uh, together as a pair, oh, because I really think that for a, for, a, for a young tattooist, these are the machines that can get you through five years of your career. The first part of your career can be done. One's a great shader um, and blender. One's a great packer and liner. Uh, you could do much worse than work with these for a few years. I certainly did, and I'm sure Chris has worked with them for years. And um, all you've got to do is go onto our Instagram, share the picture, tag us in it, um, tag Cheyenne in it, and use the hashtag... Uh, there will be a specific hashtag that we're going to ask you to use. That will be in the Instagram post because I haven't had time to think of a suitable one that um, we can use, but I'll find one. Uh, and once you've done that, in about two weeks' time, two, three weeks' time, when I announce the next competition, I will announce the winners of last month's competition, basically. Yeah. So um, beginning, this is kind of beginning of September, isn't it, this episode? So it will be beginning of October, we'll do the next one. And we're going to try and do one every month of, you know, whatever Chris's favourite thing was from that month from his reviews, right? That's about it for the competition. Uh, good luck to you all. Um, I'm, I'm kind of jealous because I've, you know, I've been looking at them thinking, God, they're good-looking machines, them are. But... So one of you is going to win both of them, get you all set up for the beginning of your professional tattooing career. Also, I, I don't know if you've mentioned this, they have to be a subscriber as well. Oh, yeah, you do need to be a subscriber. We will contact the winner to confirm who they are, that they are subscribed to the channel, because obviously we're going to have to get, like, whatever username you well, use on YouTube gonna and all that sort of stuff, you know. And if you're not, then we won't give it you and we'll go to the second place person. Comment on our video as well, so then we have your username. Yeah, just comment entered or something like that you know what I mean so we can put two and two together uh, and that's basically it but uh, you know I'll DM the winner or Chris will DM the winner um, and then we'll just confirm that you're a subscriber you know so if you're not subscribed and you're going to enter the competition uh, <laughs> press the button <laughs> and we will double check that you're an apprentice you have to be an apprentice. Yeah, you got it's this is for like so for you guys that have been tattooing for a bit longer and you passed that, this isn't for you. We've got some stuff coming up for you guys though. You know, we have got some other machines that are not suitable for apprentices. We have you know, but this one, because skills. we've been talking about apprentice machines, we um we just thought it'd be a really good thing for uh, for apprentices. So and if your apprentice isn't watching this and you're watching it, then maybe you should tell them to come and watch this, click subscribe, click like, and enter the competition. Because yeah, they could win a couple of free machines. I mean, that's like, what are they, like 400 quid each, something like that? No, but it's like about 30 quid, 240 quid each. 230, it's about 500 quid's worth of tattoo machines. Pretty good. And if you are a nice mentor, if you're a nice mentor, you can buy them a grip. Well, I mean, I might be able to chuck one of them in. I'll see what Chris says. I don't know, but they are as they are. If I can, I will. If I can't, I won't. And that's about it for this week. And it's about time you took us home, Chris. Thanks for watching. And remember, subscribe, hit the notification buttons and all that stuff to keep up to date with everything that we do. We appreciate it and it helps us grow. And it allows us to do awesome things like give you cool shit and all that jazz. I've been Chris. I've been Paul. And he's been Paul. And we're fucking going now. Yeah, and well, we are going, aren't we? That's it. Yeah. So I hope you enjoy... Uh, what's left of your Sunday? It's probably Sunday afternoon now by the time that we've uh, by the time we've finished talking. Enjoy your Sunday dinner. 
Oh, you're fucking this hangover. Is come up, what, before we go, this is the outro preamble like we do. Uh, before we go, a couple of people have asked me about this. Um, I, now, I don't want to ruin the, um, uh, the illusion, but I think it's only fair to tell you that we don't record this on a Sunday morning. No. It's actually last Tuesday night for you. Yes. By the time you're watching this, we recorded it last Tuesday night. Um, and that's what it is. Because somebody said to me, it always looks gloomy out your window for a Sunday morning. I went, that's because it's not Sunday morning, it's night time. Yeah, so. I know. It's, it's really dark <laughs> for fucking Sunday. It's really dark for Sunday morning, you know what I mean? So, although the weather's pretty good today, so I might get away with it. I know? have no windows <laughs> but, in my room. I'm like, remember, it was a Phil Schofield in the fucking broom cupboard. That's what I feel like I am with in this. The, yeah. yeah. Chris in the broom. Cupboard. I'm gonna have to get a little puppet, like you know, like my own Gordon the Gopher version, like. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Hope we've uh, at least given you a bit of a laugh, yes. and um, you know, good luck to everybody that enters the competition. And we'll see you next week with some big London tattoo convention coverage and thoughts because I will have visited it by then. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, go, I couldn't make if it. If you happen to be in London and you haven't got anything to do today. If you head over to XL, there's the big London Tattoo Convention is happening today. You missed yesterday, but you've still got time to make it today. Uh, and I'll be there with brother uh, printing out stencils for people and all my guys will be tattooing. So you could always come along and have a cup of coffee with us and say hello. So if you're anywhere near London XL, come and say hello, man. Fuck I. And uh, if you don't, we'll be, I'll be showing you some footage next week and we'll be talking about how the convention went, etc., etc. You know? Take care, guys. We'll see you next week. Ta-ra. Peace.